0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: Brenda, how are we going to get to the party? Call up Jimmy, he's going to call. And what if a girl answers? Hang up. Hang up nothing, Jimmy says I was his girl. Honey, don't you know everyone's Jimmy's girl? Brenda, I know better than anybody. Well, if a girl answers, don't hang up, just talk about it. Yes. chest because there's nothing else to slap slap here and I'm holding the microphone. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick.
2: I'm Bob. I'm Tom.
1: And I'm broadcasting again from, uh, I don't know if it's a sound, a bay, an inlet, something uh, on the coast of
2: Alaska. Is that the Bering Strait?
1: I don't, you know what? I asked which direction Russia was and Russia is... uh, uh, I can see, see Russia
3: from my porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot kinda see. In, like he's kind of you're on the Kachamaka uh, Bay. I think is that real? Yeah. Okay. Is that I real? <laughs>
1: no, I don't know. Listen, you it's that's like head? some shit I would say. That, that, uh, Tom, you know what that exactly is? That's some shit I would say and then go. My apologies to our native listeners. I don't know if I just made up a fucking <laughs> word or not.
3: Uh, Kachamak Bay. Yeah, you were we okay. It looks uh, incredible. Yeah.
1: Yo, know, it's uh, very beautiful. Uh, you know, not to me. I'm just here to flex.
2: Yeah. Uh, to abuse yeah you're animals. like an Instagram influencer. You're like the person who gets on like that. F- There's a fake plane. Did you see this? That it's <laughs> yeah, just like inside of a plane, like a private plane.
1: Yeah. It doesn't take off. It's just way. like people get in.
2: It. Oh, no. <laughs> it couldn't take off in a, in a no hurricane. <laughs> it's literally just like, I guess, the fuselage, fuselage or whatever. But it's lit. So it looks like. You're, in, you're on a private plane in the sky, and people are like, you know, hey, just another Tuesday. I hate yeah, yeah. Like, I hate that. So that's what you're doing right now.
1: Uh, yeah. So like uh, listen, actually, uh, Bob is absolutely correct. It's uh, Kachamak uh, Bay, and uh, I could not possibly physically see Russia. No, so, <laughs>
3: the Bering Straits, the Bering Straits, probably like a solid eight hours away over mountains and lots of land, right? You're lots like, of land. You're yeah. in like the southwest of Alaska. Uh,
1: I am in the, sa- I am like Right in Anchorage,
3: to be honest, like, but it's like if you took a boat from Anchorage, it'd be fast. You took a plane from Anchorage, it'd be fast. Take a car, you have to drive up and then back down.
1: Yeah, you got to drive four hours.
3: You got, um, the airport's four hours away.
1: Uh, if I fly over the silt uh, uh, bay, I, I keep calling it a bay. I don't know what the fuck it is. If I fly over that shit in a, a small aircraft, it takes uh, twenty-five minutes. If I drive it, it takes four hours.
3: Holy shit! Yeah, yo, yep. here's the thing to remember though, Tom. Everywhere is a uh, airport. It's a four in, hour hour drive. In, in Alaska. You know what I mean? Everywhere, everywhere is Anchorage, Anchorage Juneau, yeah. and then four hours each. Fairbanks. Uh, Fairbanks too.
1: That's d- true. Did I, did I, uh, I, I didn't mention this. Uh, today I saw a thing that, uh, I'll probably never see again. Um, so I don't want to call it a lottery. It's some type of, uh, there's a list, uh, for roadkill here. So okay. it, if you hit a moose, uh, the, the state troopers show up, go, yep, that's a moose shoot it in the head and then go, okay, who's the, who's next on the list. And, and then they call up the guy on the list and they say, Hey, it's here on the highway. We're going to wait here for X amount of time. You have that amount of time to get here. Uh, can you do it? Yes. No. Or your name is, or we're going to the next name on the list. And then you show up, you, uh, they were dressing. I saw this today. They were, uh, I guess, listen to our hunters in the, uh, listenership, uh, forgive my ignorance, but not really, I don't give a shit, uh, whatever they call like a rudimentary field dressing where they like cut the skin off and shit. I was watching yeah. that, that take place.
2: Is not like, uh, like flay, like F L A Y, or something?
1: You know what? I could not tell you. Sure. I I I think, uh, but I was told that this shit could make enough meat for somebody's family for oh, well over a year.
3: Long time, yes. one hundred percent moose or giant.
1: It's a lot of meat. Imagine how bo- uh, here. Let, let Let me paint a picture. You uh, got furloughed, then later laid off due to pandemic. Um. You uh, don't know how you're going to feed your family. Then you get the moose call. Uh, you're, you're pretty Yeah, big. Pretty, pretty psyched. Uh, but then your kid, let's make him 14. His name's Trevor. He uh, was
2: real, self-defense family and he decides to be vegan.
1: <laughs> At that exact time, he goes, dad, I'm vegan. No, imagine if, if your dad was broke and he had to feed you moose meat for a solid year. So fucking bummerish. Like, even if you love meat, just imagine. Like, you're like, ugh, it's day thirty-seven of moose meat. I'm fucking tired. But Dad. there's
2: probably a ton of ways to do it. I guess. Oh, I'm sure, like but yeah, or like moose souffle. No, or moose
3: whatever. moose has to be gamey as hell, and like just on the the full meat eater spectrum. Gonna vomit. That's not a fun one. Gonna vomit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right, um, <laughs> yo, transitioning from roadkill. To speaking speaking our, of Death Wish, our wonderful sponsors, let's say a big shout out to To Live a Lie, Close Casket Activities, Run for Cover, and today's Bell of the Ball. <laughs> the death bell bell of the
1: ball. You might say that that moose had a bit of a Death uh, Wish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was
2: my joke uh, before. Thanks for taking it.
1: Yeah, I know, but I, wanted, I, wanted, I thought you could have done it better. I was just trying to workshop Thank it. you. With I
3: appreciate
2: you.
1: it. So, Work you uh, build
3: a factory. Yeah. roadkill Deathwish wish incorporated <laughs> um, guys let's go shopping uh who's yeah, gonna shout, us off
1: firstly shout out to Deathwish. i was doing my weird little thing where i was thinking about the uh network of uh, of people that we've known over our lives through music mm. and how you know there's like a third of them that are dumb scumbags but like mm. it, the majority are good people and mm. uh count Deathwish among them uh can I go first today?
3: You went first last time. Why don't we let Tom go first, just to be nice oh, I, and do things? In oh, a I, nice didn't,
1: I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize this. Well, was, do uh, you, you if know. you
3: remember, you and Tom shotgunned at the same time, and he deferred to you. And so we're just trying to be, be right. Kind. I appreciate you know, that, like Bob. like common decency. Yeah, you know
1: common decency. I'm just trying to teach the kids a will to power.
3: Little less love, bro. Let's go, Tom. You're up. All right.
2: Um, what my choice? is going to be Hold on, give me one minute.
3: No <laughs> I was ready. No, I am ready, but I'm trying to <laughs> Oh no. Guys, okay. I might go I might go hard today. Damn. All right, I got two things then.
2: So I want two pre-orders to be thrown into the shopping cart. All right. I would like a double extra large blood from the soul emotional efficiency t-shirt.
3: Oh, black. Yes, That's a great looking shirt. Of course, all right. And I would it's like in,
2: the download, there. the 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 Blood from the Soul. <coughs> excuse me, DSM five download. Um, Boom, adding it in. It's, do you it's know the, the story there. of Blood from the Soul?
3: Either you guys, no. Why don't you give it to us? I,
2: I, I do because Tom. It's super interesting.
1: This is the straight up the first. Like I was going to say, when you put this in, in your uh, basket, t- I clearly this project this iteration of this project was well in in swing before we talked about it but i it occurred to me that we probably have said blood from the soul more on this podcast which is twice than any than anybody has in 10 years
2: that's oh yeah well it's funny because like someone was like jake's got another new band and i was like oh let me see i'm like that's not a new band and
1: they're like also did you say also i don't think jake's in it and you're like oh wait that interesting okay
2: yeah and i was like oh shit so blood from the soul was a uh a super group like a a, a one-off project i guess that yeah. was put out on earache in 1993 so it was shane Embry from napalm death and luke Kohler from sick of it all so it was like luke Kohler is- kind of over like industrial kind of god fleshy type stuff
3: yeah which is
2: cool super fucking interesting and then you know they did that one thing kind of you know it was like his it was pretty much like lose like pale head yeah just exactly like just not as like kind of, so it was kind of like forgotten the time i mean this is 27 years ago I'm fucking earache. yeah yeah. and yeah, then yeah. this gets um announced the other day and i listened to it, I was, it's fucking awesome but like it's a fully fleshed out band now it's the other band was just shane playing like um the uh stringed instruments like guitar and bass and there was a drum machine this is like a full band it's like who you know it's it's jake singing somebody from like megadeth somebody from nazem it's like all this like it's like a even more of a super group um but the first single that i heard i really really liked
3: rad rad yeah. nice i like it and and yo excellent album design so beautiful um got the shirt got the download we're good thank you, Do you need anything else anything else calling your name right now no i think that's it for now
2: okay. i don't want to be too okay
3: to, to, uh, you're up you get to go next
1: Okay. Thanks uh, so much. Uh, listen, you're welcome. I'm, I'm moving, uh, in, I don't know, 15 days or whatever it is. And I uh, need to, you know, I need to make a, my place livable and presentable and pretty. Uh, a- and I wonder if you're
3: going to place I go, I think you are.
1: A- and, uh, these zil zilchy Prince, whatever the G- fuck, clay. Jesus, I fuck, G-Clay. This. fuck this, fuck it. They're called prints. They're prints. Fuck, fuck, fucking, Gil-gi-gi-gi. Fuck it. It's a print. So this print, they, the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Neurot, the the Neurosis yep. label, is, is releasing a lot of the Neurosis catalog album covers in yep. these prints. Ooh, and, and I'm torn. Because my favorite thing that Neurosis has done is that sovereign EP, right? Mm-hmm. And that also has some of the less impressive art. So it's still cool, but it's not times of grace cool. You know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> and it,
2: or if they're still so, blood cool.
1: Yeah, or the eye of every storm, which I think is a great album cover, actually, very, very low key. Actually, you know what? Given to the rising, uh, which I think I've is this No, I thought I had seen this, uh, this actual sculpture in real life. No, anyway, um, they've got a lot of cool album art, a lot of cool album. And, uh, unfortunately the album that I like best EP, I like best is, uh, not the coolest looking of them. So I am torn, uh, times of grace record. I like sovereign record. I really like. I don't know which one I'm going to buy, but whichever one I'm going to buy, it's going to be the $75 big, big print.
3: Yeah, that's the move. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm choosing, see, I don't know what the vibe is. I think the vibe for you and Eric, you got to get that times of grace. Unfortunately. I mean, sovereign, if you like it more, I get it, but I think times of grace is going to fit the vibe more.
1: It'll definitely fit the vibe more. Uh, and you know, for those of you that are, uh, straight punkers, there's also pain of mind. Well, Uh, Well,
3: I'm a halfway and you'll hear mine in a minute.
1: Oh, Alright, so, so that's what I'm going with
3: I uh, was in New York last weekend And uh, one, of the, one of the stores that we go to Has these giant oversized prints Like um, like 48 by 84 You know what I mean? They're just giant And whenever we go in Amanda just like leans over to me and is like These are cool but we should just get some like pictures of ours blown up really big, because who cares about these pictures? I was like, yeah, that's a cool look. So I'm glad you went with the large, the 36 by 36. I am going by arguably, many people might consider this the ugliest neurosis record, but I like the record the most, and I think I think it's fucking cool. So I'm getting the 36 by 36 souls at zero. Uh, no, dang. that's
1: that's an inarguably cool cover. That's it's a cool, cool
3: cover. It's cool. I think Enemy
1: of the Sun and uh, Through Silver and Blood are both up for debate. <laughs> but I think Souls at Zero is just cool.
3: I think that too. Now, uh, when when I lived at 613, when I got to give those guys credit, um, I be- it might have been Joey. I think it was Joey's. He had a Times of Grace uh, promo poster, really big one framed in the living room. Good look. That's and cool. uh, guys, you know what else I'm going to do? Because I we spent a bunch of money, actually, like kind of yeah, a lot.
1: Yeah, no, that was a big day.
3: But the Colonial Wound uh, Untitled LP, twelve inch. I assume it's like an EP, but it's uh, it's the material we talked about, five song EP. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it's available on vinyl. There, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, dropping bombs. So <laughs> I'm adding three copies to the cart. We're getting, we're each getting a copy of that. That's um, cool. You can make that's it cool, too because I already cool, own one. one. You already own it. Oh I shit. purchased it Look from Dropping you. Bombs. Nice. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's
2: it's uh, screened on the on the second side and it's like clear vinyl, so you can see through it. It's fucking oh, great. That's fucking great. All right. So really well I've done.
3: updated our cart, um, and I'm about ready to check out. And I'm going to do that while we get through our next set of notes here. Um, but but before I check out, <clears throat> Patrick. I have to enter a, a promo code here. What's that code? Uh,
1: that's, axe, that's Axe to Grind.
3: And Tom, what do I got to do with it?
2: You need to spell that out.
3: Great. Save, save a little money on this. Yo, we saved kind of a lot of money because we made a fucking big order. These Giclee prints are not cheap. Um, so uh, big thanks to Deathwish, Run for Cover, To Live a Lie, and Close Casket Activities. Promo code Axe to Grind. Spell it out. Save some money, show them that we sent you. Thank you, everybody. Yo, guys. <clears throat> so, so how you doing today? What, what, what you got going on?
1: Just moose, moose talk.
3: Just moose knuckles. <laughs> yo, yo. Quick question for you. Do you think that a hardcore scene could survive in Homer, Alaska? Uh,
1: I've seen more m- more struggle scenes than this. Probably, yeah.
3: Okay. Well, yo. Do you think? that um, Tom is ready for his round of the name game about to happen right now. Oh, come <laughs> on! Boom, boom, boom! <laughs> yeah.
2: This is bullshit. I, I got fucking blindsided. <laughs> I, listen,
1: so here's the thing that I'm. Uh, we've talked about on this podcast quite a bit and uh, I, I'm sure that I'm going to get you guys to mirror my energy as much as possible. Tom, despite being uh, my bitter rival here, yeah. um, I want everybody to win I want everybody to succeed in life I want everybody to have things so I hope that Tom does very well today
3: Tom thank you we're excited this is a quick round of the name game before we get into the meat of the episode um player two you are up against Tom Sheehan I'd like to introduce Nick Acosta to the audience what's up Nick how are you
0: what is a uh, player two reporting? I'm gonna DD. smash this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a moment where I was like, fuck, Tom is totally gonna kill me. But the good thing is, Bob gave you the question, like Patrick said. Oh, yeah, pa- Bob's got questions.
2: <laughs> Bob
3: gave you the questions earlier, like it was a debate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, just as I did with you, Tom, Patrick has half the questions. Uh, Nick is coming to us from Numerality Zine, uh, Zine and Label. Uh, What's up? What's what's new? What's next? Give us How a, a quick, Give us give you give us your elevator pitch.
0: Chicago was good. Uh, doing well. We've got a, a release from Chicago hardcore band on October 30th. so I'm excited to go back uh, and do something local.
2: What band? Are you allowed to say? Uh,
0: yeah, it's called C uh, si Dios Quiero. So it's a local Chicano Chicago band. Some good dudes. So we're doing actually, um, per like what we're seeing online, no shows. Uh, shout out to Days and Streets of Hate. They did a pop up. Yeah. So we're going to do a um, a pop-up demo release with a fundraiser on uh, November 1st. Yo. So if you're in the Pilsen, Chicago area, roll through. We'll have some limited some tamales, some champurado, and a bunch of cool stuff. Why would
2: people know Pilsen, yeah. Nick? What's
0: Why would the people biggest know hardcore Pilsen? band ah. from Pilsen? Oh, fucking... They're kind of. I don't know. What, let's. Is this is this a trick? For no, but people? aren't they from Pelton? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. yeah. So you'll see Martin kicking around all the time there and stuff. So if you uh, are into that scene, swing by. Very cool.
3: Yo, right. right.
2: we'd um, love to have you. We're not friends anymore, right now, Nick. For the next, right week, now, here
3: the competition is on, <laughs> um, Nick. You're familiar with the rules, but just for anyone who this might be their first episode, the name game. Uh, it's where two bands who are otherwise most likely probably completely unrelated share a word and then we connect the band names via that word the example i give is youth of today is the day uh we will give you some clues for the first band and then the second band and then there's a second set of clues that's available um we're going to do a loose 10 second countdown but you know, we're pretty loose about that. There's some people who, who participate in the game who have a hard time with time. So, doesn't
1: feel too loose when I'm playing. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to say it doesn't feel loose, and Tom's going to say it's loose as all hell. It's so, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. So, so Tom, we're going to keep that same energy for you guys. Um, let's get it started. I believe Patrick started first, home turf. Tom, do you want to go first? Um, no, I'll give it to Nick Alright, Nick, you get to start Look at that guy, playing by guests Generous. Look at um, that. Patrick, you can read the first question Then I'll read the next two Then you'll read the next two Sure Alright, Pat
1: uh, This is clue, clue, round of clues one
2: Are you ready? Speak up, Pat
1: ready. Uh, Could be called The sons of sons of Abraham Second clue After time and government issue, this band was formed initially as a D.C. trio.
3: Do you need the second set of clues?
0: Yes, please.
1: Debut album titled Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Silence. Next clue.
3: Second second band, second clue.
1: Second band, second clue. Thank you. One of the only two Discord bands to go to a major with their 1994 album for your own special street sweetheart.
2: Okay.
3: No Googling. Start counting. Okay. Ten. Nine. Do you need any questions? Do you want the clues repeated?
0: Can I Uh, get a second clue band two repeated? Sure.
3: One of only two Discord bands to go to a major label. With their 1994 album, for your own special sweetheart, oh.
2: glass jawed box. Oh, no, nice, nice Great job. Can you give everyone like an hour to figure these things out? Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is get to one and go. Hey, can you repeat the second clue? And then everyone goes. Let me read it to you again, and oh. then you get another ten minutes. This is fucking terrible.
3: All right, Tom, are you ready? Yeah, whatever. All right, for your first question, Godspeed. let me just make sure that I didn't. Okay, that's not one of uh, first band, first clue: Buffalo metalcore band established in 1998. Second band, first clue: Milwaukee hardcore punk band established in 1981. Every time I die, Croyzen. Great job.
2: All right, and, I, and really I, and I great creus- job,
3: Die Kreutzen. Right, and I was
2: way faster. I didn't know Milwaukee, but
3: I, 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 when you said <laughs> you Buffalo,
2: at first I thought uh, Buried Alive. And I was like, no, they're yeah. not Metalcore. Every yeah. time I die, and then I was like, it's got to be Die crazy.
3: I, yep, yep. yo. So here's the, the – I did give um, – because I was discussing it with fans of the podcast today, uh, that Patrick seems unable – it seems like when you do this, Patrick, you, you almost isolate each band and you can't use one to find out the other. And Tom yes. is supreme <laughs> at it. Like like he just figures out the one and then figures out the word. And you seem like you're working on both. It's like you're giving yourself double homework. So,
0: It, re- it really is like a weird math problem where it's like a step two problem solving. And we're stuck on step one to get That's to step exactly two. That's exactly
3: right. All right, uh, Nick, I have a question. from uh, You're up here. I've got the next one and it's for you. Ready? All right. First mm-hmm. band, first clue. Chokes... Chunks. Second band, first clue. Gee's persistent vision. Okay, first clue one more time. Chokes, chunks.
0: All right, second clues. I think I need the second clues.
3: Played one show in 1983 with DYS, Deep Wound, Grey Matter, and others. Second band, okay. first clue, or second band, second clue, played around 15 shows, almost exclusively in the DC area. Start the count, man. 10, yeah. <laughs> 9, 8, uh, 7, let's see. Six, Five,
0: Tom,
1: there's no way four. you got it. he he's got it. Oh, Three, Nick, two, I, I got it before he finished the one. second clue.
2: Uh, so I think Tom probably got Nick,
3: it. Nick, do you have an answer? I do not. Tom, give it to him. Last rites of spring. Great yes. job, Tom. Thank Tom you. Tom pulls ahead nice. two to one, and it is his clue from Patrick. And this is best of what? 11? Best of 11. So first to six wins. You got it. And if we get to six, I will probably save the other ones because sure. uh, because it's I only have I only have fifty more of these. So Jesus right now.
0: <laughs> okay, I love how Pat was like Nick. I got it way before. Yeah, you. Now he's a fucking Thanks, yeah. thanks Pat. Yeah, now he's now the he's champ. A, well, I appreciate him, it. Pat. I, Nick wants to come he, back. He started by saying, "I want everybody to be a winner." Nick, I got it way <laughs> before you. <but> I, well, <laughs> I was just
1: ashamed of you. Is all. I, I was just I, I, I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. So well, I
0: figure this is a win-win situation for me, right? Like, if I suck here, I make you look that much better. That's Pat.
3: a fact. Well, you That's know, fact. if you lose to Tom, maybe you'll get a chance to play against Pat in the future because you know you can oh, at least so get the once match. you're
2: in, you're not like totally out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a there's a big, there's a beta bracket.
2: Okay. So, all mm. right,
3: uh, Pat, you're asking the question to Tom.
1: Sure. <sighs> Band one, clue one. North Carolina Metal meh, or Metal Core, band who released r- records with Victory, then Metal Blade, and finally Sumerian. Band 2, Clue 1. Okay. Fi- Philadelphia Post Hardcore slash Indie, band who released records on Tooth and Nail, then Run for Cover.
2: Okay. Um, t- t-
3: t- 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 Do you need the second set of clues? Yes, please.
2: Post
1: prayer for cleansing band named after Counting Cl- Crows lyrics. Okay. And now, and now, band, band
3: two, two, clue two
1: clue two. The brothers who form the backbone of this band come from a complex religious background, which informs their use of Jewish, Muslim, and Christian imagery in their songs.
2: Okay, so it's um, fuck.
3: Um, no. We're just not
1: counting for this guy now.
3: <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being fair. I'm trying to make it so it's. I'm not going to get it from both sides. Eight. Yeah, it's a good time to think. Seven. Six. Five. God damn it! Stop
2: texting me, Greg Benick.
3: <laughs> Three.
2: Two. Fuck! It's it's between the buried and me. <gasps> um, and then I catch for us the Foxes
3: band. I don't, I can't think of it now. Oh, album. wow. Now yeah.
1: you're in my zone. Now you're in my zone.
2: <laughs> no, I don't listen to fucking right. Jesus
3: Rock. That's why. All right. Bullshit. Tom, you don't have, you I can't. It. Then it goes to Nick.
0: Between the buried and
2: me with that. Wow. It. Oh. All right.
3: Good that was a, that was a true steal, and uh, Tom, you were very. You can tell that Nick is your friend because you you gave him you gave him in on that. You gave him a, a little light. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, I'm, yeah. I'm not like Pat, who's like keeps it like I, <laughs> keeps it like a
3: secret. I know, Pat. Uh, you're a, Pat to um, Nick. Question.
1: Sure. So,
3: we're we're currently just one, so we can get a score update. It's uh, tied at two.
1: Band, Tom really dropped that one. Uh,
3: I, just, band, I was
2: blanking on I could picture it. Make me a sweater, poorly knit. You knitted had the, you had yeah, the say, record title. You did
3: well, man.
1: Band one, clue one. Hated. Okay, that's important.
3: Uh, quote unquote, Canadian,
1: hated. Canadian deathcore band who started in 2002. <laughs> band two, clue one. The Massachusetts... Metallic Hardcore slash Metalcore band who by definition bring things together.
3: Would you, second okay. set of clues. Uh,
1: band yes, please. Band one, clue two consumed by your poison. Okay. Band two, clue two Halo, in a haystack.. Oh, fuck. Ten. Nine.
3: Eight. The first one. Six. Eight, seven, six. <laughs> five. Got the, first,
0: got the second four, one. The first
3: one. Three. Two. Uh, one. We're going to need your final answer, Nick.
0: Blink converge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tom, you can steal it. D- this is a tough one. It is. It's
2: despised icon verge. Great job, Tom.
1: Yeah, really good job. I-
0: oh, geez. So it's one of the worst. Ah, okay.
2: But it's icon it's verge. It's not. Yep. I don't like words. converge okay. from Boston. I like converge <laughs> from Boston.
3: Yeah, that that one That's those rough. those yeah. are the tough ones. It's like I do when I do those ones, I try to make it so that the word sounds like it. Like citizens arrest. It's not yeah, that it's not was seven citizens arrest, yeah. you it's, know. Ar- aorist, it's icon yeah. converge, you know. So All right. Yo, all, all right. right. Uh be, Tom, Hold you're...
1: on. L- let me take us in a direction for a second. Sure. I know a lot of our listeners kn- like they know stuff like despised icon. I'm thinking of one listener in particular who probably knows every fucking track, but do any of us know this shit?
3: I don't
2: <laughs> No, I know it's popular and they're like, kind of like icons for that scene. Like
3: Acacia yeah. train is. Yeah. We get, asked I have about no them on occasion, but it's just not my world at all.
1: I'm like, I, I would have been totally lost on this one. Like, I, like I would jet, have, aren't they? I have no idea. I literally, I have, I couldn't even. Normally, I can put together albums uh, like or like album art in my mind, and I can't do that here. I don't know any. Like this is just a name to me.
0: Okay, it's possible they stayed in my dorm room in college. Either them or into a mo. I can't remember. I was doing a radio show, and was like (laughs) definitely. So when you said when you said deathcore two thousands Canada, I was like, I have to know this. I don't know why I don't.
3: All right, Tom, you ready? Three two, I'm winning, right? Three two, you're winning. All right. First band, first clue. (laughs) Yes. True Blue, Hardcore from NYC. Okay. Band two, clue one. Orange County Band, who released the Work as One 7-inch on Mystic Records before Brian Baker and Doug Carrion joined the band. Okay, so it's
2: the first clue is a bit of a misnomer.
3: Well, it's based on some specific stuff that I'll get into. So can I can I just get the
2: second set of clues just to be sure?
3: Of course. Uh band one, Clue Two, Richie Numskull's sure. new band. Okay. Band two Clue Two. The name of Calvin Brodus's most popular album. Sure. So it's under doggy style. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Great job.
3: Uh True Blue
0: I had never gotten that
3: second um, one. The this Clue two I felt pretty good about. Um for the second yeah, the NYC so, thing. I was like, well, all right, yes, they you are. know why? On the back of the underdog shirts it says underdog NYC. That's true. So that's <laughs> why. Because of well, Yeah. Yeah. For the specific NYC. I didn't put NYHC, but the NYC, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Calvin Brodus, of course, Snoop Dogg, the infamous doggy style album. That's it. Ho- all
1: oh, right, hold on. Uh, Bob, you are almost discounted from this conversation because of your jersey ties. Mm-hmm. Uh So you'll have a, a, you'll have a view here. Okay. Uh, But Tom, as a guy who started going to shows before Bob and I and a New York City guy. Yes. What was underdog to you then? Not now, like with the.
2: the, quite honestly, a thousand percent a New York hardcore band.
1: Right. Okay. Because that's what it was. From from upstate, that's what it was. You know, I
2: feel like Underdog only became Jersey when like the Paul's Tavern show started happening
3: because they started doing an annual show there, right? And the Shore like adopted them, the modern Shore, right? They're a
2: New York hardcore band.
3: Yeah, no, no right. question about it. What's his what,
2: yeah. What's the bass player's name? I'm bank, blanking on his name.
3: Russ, Russ and his brother are like legit Shore days, right? Yeah, from Belmar, and they like wrap it, but like. They also it's like oh before Russ was in uh,
2: Murphy's before,
3: Law before before yeah he was in Murphy's Law and he he would he was up in the city all the time so there's a they're an NYHC band okay okay um ooh Nick this <laughs> one, this not one's good. tough well it, it just depends <laughs> yes, I don't I, I don't know you <sighs> as well so so this you might get this and you might not first band first clue wrong this Canadian band's most popular LP. Second band, first clue. Cokie the Clown. Not this California band's most popular LP. (laughs) Would you like your second set of clues?
0: Yes, please.
3: British Columbia Band, who did a collaboration LP with Jello Biafra. Second band, second clue. 13 studio albums. And made the G.W. Bush, Not My President... A very popular shirt, and we'll start the countdown at 10, nine, eight, seven, Six. Okay, can you read the the
0: second second clue? Clue one.
3: Yeah, um, I'll read them all. Wrong. This Canadian band's most popular LP the second clue being British Columbia Band who did a collaborative LP with Jello Biafra. God, okay. Five, four, three, two, one. We're going to need a final answer. I've got All nothing. Right. Tom, do you want to steal it? Yes, I do. Go for it.
2: <laughs> that would be no means, no effects.
0: Wow, good one. I was like, "There's no way they're going to use no effects again." Yes, it's <laughs> a no effects. last week's episodes, know. I was like, "Fuck!" I think I, I think
3: that's the last time I use no effects in these fifty the f- additional fifty questions. Yeah, it is. Well,
0: because Fat Mike can only come up so many times in a, in a row on a podcast, that's, that's, right?
3: Uh, well, hopefully, we don't know. We're, we're we're looking into gimmicks for 2021, so uh, <laughs> maybe Fat Mike's the fucking why. Uh, PK, you're up. Tom, you are currently. Up five to two. So the next one, if I get this one, I win. If you get this one, you win. Okay.
1: Yeah, and uh, this is a—it's cruel how these landed, because I feel like I feel like Nick would would probably ace this one, whereas.
3: Get and that you know fuck. what? That last one, I actually went out of order because I gave that last the no means no to, to, to Patrick, but didn't. You did. Uh, it didn't realize it. it. And it's okay. I, need it.
0: I I appreciate it's that. okay.
3: Go for <laughs> it, PK. Um, let me see. Yeah, do that. Do that All next it. one. All right. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm definitely going to get it. I didn't get fucking no. No, 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 no you'll get doesn't. this one. You 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 got this one. But catch but for like, me, the foxes in a sweater poorly knit. I, I want to see you slam dunk this one.
2: <laughs> Man, I'm going to fucking Sean Kemp it.
1: Clue, <laughs> Clue one, band one, college party night from New Brunswick. Okay. Clue one, band two, the song from Godspell, or a mid 80s NBC sitcom which feech- featured Julia Louis Dreyfus as <laughs> uh, Elaine Swift. Eileen, or I, I have no Eileen. Idea. It's Eileen. Eileen Swift, a materialistic next-door neighbor.
2: Um, let me get the second round of clues.
1: Sure. Uh, band one, clue two, named after a turning point song. Okay. Clue two, band two, released "Nowhere to Run" on eighty-six records in two thousand
2: eighteen. Oh, okay. Whew. All right, then I got the second. One. I wouldn't have got it off the first one. I'm gonna go Thursday by day, day by day. Yeah, time. I would
1: have gotten it from Godspell, but I respect that you needed the label. Yeah, I need it. Um,
3: yeah, I did not. Get I, need, I needed one. the ba-
2: the day by day band,
3: and not I wasn't sure God, if oh. you would know, college party night was Thursday, but but I think the New Brunswick and then being able to say New Brunswick a day of the week something. I figured you might put that together. All right, uh, Tom, with a decisive six to two victory. Has, uh, has smoked his, his friend and longtime ally, Nick. Nick, um, do you have <laughs> love anything you, to say for yourself?
0: No, I, I appreciate being on. It's always fun to lose. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because um, then you get to watch. like Then the ratings go through the roof because it's like, I'm going to be like Ken Jennings, and Bob is going to find something that's going to embarrass the shit out of me on this. Dude. We can only hope you? so.
0: And Bob, it will be my new goal to make sure that happens. Okay. I feel like Bob would beat me in this. That's the thing, is like
1: maybe
3: I'm yeah, pretty maybe good. Need to flip some cards Bob might be like it. the final boss. All right, <laughs> we can try that. But I'm pretty good. Um, yeah. Despised Icon would have been really good. tough for me. Sure. Um, but there's otherwise, I think I could have got Between the Buried and Me also would have been super tough for me. Um, and. And Glassjaw, I would have had to really think about it. But, um, yo, Nick, what other numerality stuff should the X-Ground audience uh, be checking out right now?
0: Uh, I've got a bunch of sales going on. I've got a back-to-school shirt where $6 of every shirt is being used to purchase and ship an independent reading book to my students. I teach 12th grade students. Uh, so trying to keep a very uh, diverse and eclectic library, but we can't because we're all remote. Yep. So I'm buying from... Uh, Female-owned black uh, bookstore in Chicago, I and mean, mailing it to my students so they've got some good stuff to Love read. It. And then we've got uh, actually Patrick, we've got one of your favorites probably coming out in the in the fall or in the spring. Tell me more. Uh, it's it's your dudes in porcupine. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah. So they they've recorded a very killer uh, EP that we we're going to get started and uh, have out in the spring.
3: Yeah, That's
1: excellent that's a good yeah
3: very nice very cool so yeah so everybody go to numeralityzine.com hit that shop button do some shopping nick thank you so much yeah i
0: appreciate you all thank you guys for always doing this it's always awesome yeah awesome
3: thank you thanks nicholas best to the family Yeah, talk to you all soon yo good job tom you killed it
2: thank you even when I get shocked,
3: <laughs> yo. But that was fun, right? It's it's like surprises are nice like that. Yeah. Now I, I'm like I had no doubt up. that you were gonna. I had no doubt that you were gonna uh, be ready to play. Like even if Nick was a top, like had really pushed it. I think a couple questions the other way, it might have been a little more, a little more. But you stole you stole two or three from them. So
2: yeah. I mean, I think there's some like old like '80s bands. Yeah like that. You have to be a real dork.
3: You have to be really deep. Like a real, real dork. World. Even
2: like a working not like I might not be able to tell you every fucking doggy style song, but I know the name.
3: Oh, yeah, no, yo, doggy style.
2: And so a singer that, that band went on to like the Cottonmouth Kings or something. Yes,
3: correct. Correct. They're like a big juggalo band now. And the funny part is doggy style like that seven inch I mentioned is pretty good. Then they they have like five albums of material that's uh that's um uh that's not not great you know since since we're done with the fun and games uh why don't we talk why don't we talk some new music guys we haven't we we did this a lot early early on where we would kind of just survey the land and talk about new or newish records that came out and that we got a chance to sit with but it's been a minute and um i think we collectively kind of missed that you know yeah fact so um, so, yeah, we, we did it. I mean, there still has been some new music coming out. But more importantly, we want to talk about some records that have come out this year-ish that uh, piqued our interest for whatever reasons. Um, for sure. Where do we want to start, guys? I mean,
2: do we want to go chronological? I mean, do we want no. to talk about a big record that just came out recently? Let's do that. All right. I would like to put forward the uh, the new Touche Amore record.
3: Yeah. Lament.
2: Uh, yes, on Epitaph Records. Pat, did you have a chance to listen to it yet? I don't know why I asked that because I know the answer. No, I, I
1: did. I what listened in a car uh, w- with uh, a friend uh, of this podcast who, in some respects, is as steeped in uh, music as any of us, and in other respects, is a total fucking normie. Uh, and it was interesting to hear his perspective because I I knew that another record that we're going to be talking about, he would almost certainly not enjoy, but I thought there was a chance that he would enjoy this one. And almost immediately he took to it. I liked it quite a bit myself. I'm going to be honest. uh, Touche has been enormously helpful to both of my bands. And uh, I think that these are some of the coolest dudes in music bar none. That said, Touche is tough for me because one of the biggest attributes and sorry, time to just steal your shit and just keep start talking.
2: Well, I'll talk uh, nice after
1: uh, the, the
2: uh... it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
0: Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamgoat's Van
3: Flip Podcast.
1: Jeremy's shit is almost too confessional and earnest for me in the same way that George's can be. Sure. Uh, well, it's an extreme
3: comparison for sure.
1: <clears throat> and it and I have to be in the right mood because I, like uh, Jeremy was kind enough to uh, offer uh, me a platform to do uh, that poetry book with him but poetry is fucking tough in one respect it's not tough to write you just kind of like open yourself up and do the thing it's tough to receive because it it's it, it's just too naked too and, and that's a lot of this record as melodic and catchy as this one is compared to the other Touche records mm-hmm. it is
2: it's, it's hard
3: listening.
1: It's a bit forward,
3: yo. <laughs> you know yo, I mean? do you think it's more forward than the last album?
1: The last record I've gone on record as saying, like, it was an uh, an album that had to happen uh, f- for Jeremy, but yeah. uh, it, it is almost, to my ear, unlistenable because of w- what it tackles. So, but it, I
2: think, quite honestly, I feel like Stage Four, as fucking heavy as the subject matter was, it was more universal than this one. Okay. yeah that's true Th- this one it's was it's his rea- reaction to that record which yeah, is solely so, in the, it's his re- reaction that's true so,
1: so, that's a good point so f- i don't remember if we talked about this when uh jeremy joined us on the podcast but uh so for anybody that doesn't know stage four was a record almost exclusively about the death of jeremy's mother right right and, while he was on
2: tour yeah
1: right heavy heavy subject matter yeah uh you know, had a long illness, it's a terrible thing. And this album, at least in part has to do with trying to move on from that. But now while anybody that's lost a a loved one can probably relate to that, there's aspects of this that are highly specific to Jeremy's experience, which include when you open yourself up in this art way, uh, you let people, there's a parasocial relationship right like they say is a, that's the word parasocial uh-huh. where you know more about somebody than they could ever know about you and but you that's still true. only know you still only know what they what have allowed told you, you. Right. yeah right. exactly what they the told version
3: you. of how they've told you
1: right so this is you know at least some of these songs are about the fact that Jeremy has to now deal with people who not wrongly but just they've connected with what he's done and want to talk about it, and you're not always when when what you've done is really heavy and super personal. It can be difficult to wade through other people's takes or emotions, and so that part is unique in, in, in a lot of ways. You write about that, Tom.
2: Yeah, and I think I mean, even you know, I mean, I think that's the thing. It's sort of like you have this window into your life, and you let folks in to see it, but then like when they so they have a connection to you they want to like further that connection and like you know that's a heavy thing to drop on somebody when they're not like preparing for it yes like yeah. you like you know if like you're like yo i'm just trying to get a coffee yeah like it's awful that you had this loss and like i feel for you but like you know there that's a there's a very like particular kind of frame of mind that you need to be in to really kind of accept that fucking news and that burden onto you. And I get that, but it's it's crazy to hear somebody actually say that. And very like pointedly, I mean, I respect shit out of it, but it's, 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 you don't always get that. That's all. fact.
3: I thought it was really interesting and deeply personal. And, um, and lyric, like I guess we're talking lyrics right now. That that's that's what I'm I'm speaking to, uh, and I, I quite enjoyed it. But there are parts that are are raw, and um, I think that was the intention. You know what I mean? And, right. Oh yeah. And yeah. yeah, you know, though that doesn't change the impact. And I think it's no. in a lot of ways, like the blacklist of material. That's a good parallel. There's other artists who do it, but these are. <laughs> These are, you know, pretty unique voices doing it in their own ways. And Jeremy, you know, I would actually like to, and, you know, I don't say this in any sort of way that is a criticism. He has some really interesting lyrical repetitions. Yep. And things that he kind of goes through and themes that are really, really fascinating. And, um, and his. It's sort of this, sort of feels like a a bit of a catch up, too, because some of the stuff that he sings about here, um, you know, specifically being kind of someone that people come to and and share their their problems, which I mean, I don't think I'm sure that accelerated with stage four, but I, I have a feeling that the way he speaks about different things he's dealt with the, you know, inner workings of a, a life, if you will, um, have, opened and he's incredible impression. Yeah. I mean, he's incredibly yeah.
2: approachable Yeah, and exactly. he's a
3: nice person.
2: Like I'm sure there's people out there that have written records. You're like, yo, I totally get it. But like that dude might like, looks like he might like stab you. Sure. You may not, appro- but like he's eminently like approachable. So like that's his own like gift and curse.
3: Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I think also the way he puts it feels very relatable and it's, very it's whimsical and well done and clever wordplay, but at the same time, easy for people to understand. So um, I, I think it's pretty brilliant in that way. Musically, this record to me, um, damn it's fucking um, gorgeous. Yeah. The, the production's big and you can hear it. It sounds like <clears throat> this is going to sound weird to you to some, but to me, it sounds like you took title fight, kind of Hyperview and, um, uh, floral green and me without you threw them in a blender through some failure guitar leads and just gave it the best possible production. And like, yo, no joke. Their drummer pulls off a lot of amazing stuff on this record. Uh, yeah. it's, it just sounds really good. Um, and, and I probably connected with it better than I have, uh, any other 2 record I can think of right now, there's a couple parts where <clears throat> they have a tendency, they have certain parts in their songs that kind of get effervescent and glowing. Like oh, it, yeah. it'll be this whole long kind of like down song and then it'll brighten up. That stuff does nothing for me, period, musically. So some of that stuff loses me. But, but overall, I found this to be <clears throat> unbelievably listenable. Like even people who are not familiar with this band, like check this out. Two, I, I think there was probably someone in our listenership who's never heard this band, who might listen to this and go, "Oh shit, this is like my favorite band now," you know. And I, I think that's pretty amazing for a band. On, is this their fifth LP? Pretty sure. That's fucking incredible. So, so big, big kudos on all that for being a band who's now a solid decade in, and has put out a significant amount of material. And it still feels fresh, and they're still doing some different shit in their music. So,
2: yeah, I think this is, this is my favorite record of theirs. I think um, to me, I mean, just like lyrical, like going back to that sort of stuff, yeah, it's yeah. just sort of like hearing him talk about like the stories. Like, I think, quite honestly, and this is like maybe our own fucking bias, but like, I think the podcast that he did with us is an awesome companion to the record oh oh yeah because like you know like someone a friend of mine was like yeah i don't know if i love it yet like i i think i might like the other stuff better i think i like stage four better i go like i was like i'm not even trying to like prop up our i'm like listen to jeremy like it wasn't our interview it was just him just talking with his friends but like i was like listen to what he has to say about the recording process and everything and then listen to it again and like i think it'll change like your view of the record and like even just reading other stuff I don't know if he said it on our podcast or like I read it somewhere. Like, you know, like the last record, like, you know, Ross Robinson's making him go through and be like, tell me what this is about. Tell me what this is about. Like, it, I think it was in an, article, in an interview that he did. Like, that last song or about, is about the other people in his band. Yeah. You know, and, and kind of how, like, everyone kind of got distant after his mom had passed. Yeah. You know, and kind of like, there's like this, like, there's this, like, two lines. It was kind of like, Some people profited off the record. Some of them I just called friends or something. It's like, holy fuck. But, like, imagine having to be like, you know, everyone fucking has like subtle disses to people that that they know that will listen to that record that may even be in the same band as you. But imagine having to be like, yo. This is legitimately about <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, you you let me down, and you now you're in the control room thinking about right. it.
2: Right? Yeah, you know, and everyone's like making amends right then and there. And also, I think that's on reminders. Like, I can't wait to see that song live because I think it's going to be fucking bonkers because it's like got like a, you know, it's like got a chorus like ready for an arena. Oh, but I think, I think I quite honestly, I think anybody they may have lost to the heaviness of stage four, they will gain back. Tenfold off this record, yeah. I think people hear this and they're like, "Holy fuck!" Like, it's it's an M, it's a just a great, like punk, like it, whatever you like, it scratches that itch.
3: It's got a lot going on for sure. I think
2: you know what I mean. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean I think if you're if you're looking for a never ending game, you're probably in the wrong place, but almost anything else, you're gonna find parts, you know, that you could certainly enjoy. Um, it's got
2: uh and it's got Julian Baker on it, so you can't go wrong with Julian Baker.
3: True. Um, PK, question yep. for you. Yep. Stage four was too much for you. Yep. Are you ready for serious loss in your life? Like have you mentally prepared or what? I don't think well, you are.
1: Well, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I I, I know that, uh, I know that I just I handle things so much differently than, th- like, n- this is no, obviously no diss to Jeremy, but like, you know that notion that like, perhaps my bandmates didn't reach out to me when I needed them, sort of thing. I'm in, well, so, that's I'm UPS. like, a, yeah, no, like I'm like a like, the comparison I make is like cats go underneath the porch to die, like. I I I just go. I just want to be alone when I, when I'm sad. Yeah. You, you know. Yeah, what I mean. So yeah. so so. Uh, I think that you know when I go through some loss, I, I'll probably just not return people's phone calls for a month, and then probably be all right.
3: Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so <laughs> that's a good. Everybody
1: will yeah, be calling, calling wellness checks on me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The, yeah that, but I it, that'll though, be yeah. wellness checks. know because it's just one of those things like. Uh, I haven't sat with stage four very much because yo, know, loss is a fucking thing, man. And like no matter how anyone feels, like that's the reason. Like now maybe I'll go sit with it and really get, like I gave it a cursory listen. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't sit with it headphones. I sat with this record headphones. Um and that's why, like, that fiddlehead record, that's a hard record to to really, if you really headphones listen to it, it's like fuck, man. Um but it's interesting to me when people use these platforms to, exp- I mean, it's one of the, the heaviest emotions, you know, and to use that to express the grief or myriad of feelings you come through. Uh, it's always cool. So shout out to Jeremy for that shout yeah. out for, for finding a way to have the conversation that comes after that. Yeah. With this new record. That's, that's a cool challenge to put in front of someone. Seriously. Okay. Uh, yo, next record pk why don't you pick one of these new records we we have to talk about
1: uh sure so another uh another uh vehicle listen today uh which is this is an album that i've listened to uh a few times since it came out but i kind of figured i'd brush up and i wanted to get the reaction of music slash normie uh guy i was riding with uh is the drain record Mm -hmm. uh which is California what?
3: California cursed.
1: California cursed. Now, that's you, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm exactly. I'm California cursed.
2: That's going to be your fucking your entrance music.
1: <laughs> Precisely. Uh, now this I'm just running this through this uh, friends immediate responses because I find this stuff so interesting. Oh, so uh, good. Thank you. Uh he he turned to me and goes yeah, this is this is a really interesting record and I, uh, and which is not what I expected. Cause I think you can say this is a good record, but I didn't personally feel like they were bringing in like weird influences that like would make it interesting, but because he has almost no familiarity with like crossover thrash or any, any sort of the like stuff that people might w- want to attach to this. Uh, it's this a
2: shocking damn.
1: He, well, he was really just like, it's so interesting that you can tell that they can play metal and they at times want to play metal, but then every time that they touch it directly, it's like it burns their hands and they just scale back. And I said, well, that's, that's somewhat, that's just thrash, you you know what I mean? But here's what I thought listening to it for like the 10th time or whatever that didn't really occur to me earlier. Maybe Uh, when I've described this as a modern thrash record, I mean, it's a really modern thrash record. Like this is, uh, this reminds me equally of incendiary as, oh, interesting. A, as any thrash, as any like actual, like, th- yes, there's thrash and yes, there's like truly metal leads on this. But when I hear the modern parts of it sounds like the type of modern hardcore that incendiary kind of like owns the block on. And I think there's a lot of that in there, whether these fellows know it or not. And the way that this is, this might lose them a couple uh, it might lose drain a couple fans, but I hope not. Uh, when I was describing it to this friend who was like, yeah, it's it's just like these guys can clearly play, but it like kind of like it'll, it'll even touch It'll even touch, uh, uh, Pantera parts and then go, Oh no, no, no. Um, I was trying to explain to him, Hey, uh, thrash comes in two flavors and that is, uh, sort of all of your clothes are black and, and, uh, like f- ill fitting uh, denim,
2: uh, or, or <laughs> with you, giant white Reeboks or, yeah.
1: Or, or you look like kind of just clean cut, hardcore, like the 2020 equivalent of a rev kid. You know what I mean? And that's what this is. And that's, that's just like, I don't get me wrong. I think that, this band should have fans on every side of the every every side of the uh uh thrash partisan divide <laughs> but 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 I, it's really quite interesting hearing clean cut kids do thrash
3: you know it it's the last lp the first the first train lp i put pretty squarely like oh this is thrash but kind of modern thrash uh i like how you identified that it's really modern there's parts of this. This record gets heavy at parts, you know. Oh yeah. And uh, Pantera is a good reference. I hear Slayer all over this, you know. Um, it's a good note that they can clearly play metal, but they almost shy away at points where they they you know they touch the furnace and then go ooh and and then pull back to a kind of a, a punk beat. Um, but but I actually you know in listening today. Again, I've listened to this record a couple times, but this was like okay, deep headphones. Listen, let's really th- swim in this. It's um, it's a lot darker than people want to give credit to it. I think it's like a, it's kind of a heavy record. It's hard as hell. There's there's parts that are not my jam, like stop mosh parts. The
2: dun dun not
3: dun not That's not my shit. They. They pull it off in a format that, that I can kind of roll with here, though. And, um, you know, I, I think it's kind of one of those funny things because the packaging, I think, well, I love the cover art for this record. It's kind of bright, colorful, but contrasts with the black background. And uh, and the imagery is, is coastal, you know? So they're kind of bright, shirt, heavy, hard music. You yeah. know, like if this band changed their aesthetic and imagery, I think they'd be in a totally different wheelhouse um, and be considered very differently. Like you give this Gulch's aesthetic and maybe they would fit on close casket even more than they do. You know what I mean? Um, it's a, uh, it's a cool record. It's a, it's maybe one of the hardest records that the revelations ever put out. And um, you know, for this kind of record, it, it kind of cruises right by.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it keeps it keeps it moving, which is one of the biggest compliments I can give any record.
3: I also said that I think, um, you know, like even like I think the imagery and it's on rev and there's some faster parts, but like the, the heavier parts and kind of the more metal parts. I think that someone who's more on the throwdown side of things who maybe hasn't given this record time of day could vibe on it. Like, I I think that it's got that level of energy that someone from that side could really vibe on it. Vocally, too, I think Sammy from Drain here sounds the closest to George on the Our Youth is Wasted material than anyone else. Like, strictly early, you know, like um, pre eye for an eye George. Is where where his vocal range is. It kind of hits those shrieky pitches, but is l- just largely high energy, um, which pretty high praise in my book.
1: I wouldn't go throwdown level, but I would go like. There's this is Mindforce Incendiary. You should nobody should be like, if you're into kind of like r- really well played modern hardcore, this. This has all of those elements. It just also has unabashed, like waste. yeah, unabashed like metal and crossover leads.
3: See, but I think it's, I, it's a really I, great I record. I, I, you know, both of you guys, it sounds like you're going thrash, thrash thrash. I think there's a lot of like there's a lot of this record that I think hits mid tempo. You know, and I think yeah, it's not it's not OC metalcore for sure.
2: But no, I think but I mean, I think a lot of the thrash that Pat's referring to does have you know, like Anthrax has mid-tempo, board. like it's not yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's
3: you know, I, I think. I mean, so does Pantera right. is not a to me a specifically fast band, and when I say Slayer, I mean South of Heaven, not Rain and Blood. Um, sure, sure. So that's that's the thing, and I, I I guess when when I think thrash, I'm thinking more the faster paced stuff, you know, and I don't think they ever hit total blaze speed on any no. here, you know. So Tom, you haven't shared your thoughts.
2: Yeah, super fun record. Um, Like I like, I mean, like Pat was saying, I think like if you like Mind Force, if you like Incendiary, if you like, you know, some of the threat. Like to me, like even like Municipal Waste, right? They're not a fucking like fast, fast, fast thrash man. They're like fun. Mm -hmm. This is fun without the like waka waka. We're getting drunk.
3: That's true. That's true.
2: You know what I mean? It's like not as like, haha! Ha, isn't this funny? No, like, that's true. That feels like, are you doing like the darkness of? That's my. That was like my my initial impression was like, is this like 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 a thrash version of like that band, the darkness that we're just doing like a parody Invisible of a waste, right? Yeah, but then you, and you see them and they're fucking awesome and they're so much fun, but I think there's no Waka enough,
3: Waka to drain other than having like a cute baby shark logo, right?
2: Like a cutie doll dressed as a shark, right? And, like, having, like, the most um, smiley singer in hardcore. Right. And Neon like I've never, Yeah, Neon. You know, like, I think they have a vibe, and I fucking... I'm here for it. Very beach vibe. Yeah. And I think, um, oddly enough, I don't think they've ever played a show off this record. But I look forward to the time that they do.
3: Yeah, that's a good Same. point. How weird is that?
2: They did one. I think they did, like... They recorded a... Vi- of They filmed a... Vi- recorded. They filmed a video... Um, for California Cursed and like a backyard party. Oh yeah. Show. But I think like Dead Heat played like it was like a big show in someone's backyard and it was fucking wild.
3: And I think that was right before everything went down.
2: Yeah, so I literally don't think they've played a show off this record. That's so wild. Which <sighs> is
3: insane. So wild. But Frustrated. I look forward to it. Frustration. Real. All right. Um let's see. What other record? Um
1: can I bring can I bring an honorary mention that I don't think either of you have checked out, but I have it's a single sure have you checked out the new hate breed?
3: No. Yes.
1: Okay. So your first impressions, I think almost anybody's first impression is, Holy fuck. Hate breed (laughs) is this, this thing is getting a little long in the tooth as far as like the, the gimmick, you know, like the self empowerment sort of like earnest, like, like you got to rise from the ashes sort of,
2: right. Everything's a calendar quote.
1: Yeah 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 and
2: (laughs) just hang in there yeah right and that's your first
1: (laughs) that's your first takeaway is oh man it might be like i don't know where this band can go but i think it might be time like to move to different sort of things uh they're kind of lyrically i don't
3: think in just a folk punk or what
2: Uh, or like maybe he like hates himself for a minute
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Like some yeah. fucking inward, like yeah, wife kind of sucks.
1: But then, then I listened to it three more times,
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> you fuck. and I
1: gotta say, Heybreed's got the same magic that they always did, which is like kind of corn bucket music. Just fucking that. Then you hear it three times, and you go, oh yeah, it's pretty sick.
2: <laughs> I feel like <laughs> like, so- like Jamie's like that. You know, there's like that famous like Swedish like producer named Max Martin. Oh yeah. And he just has like this like mm-hmm. I'll make you hits. Like just I, I have this formula. Just follow me and I'll make you famous. Jamie has a two and a half minute formula. yeah, Like that and but like this one when I first heard it, like I was talking to some of our Connecticut friends and I was like, yo, didn't they write this song already? Because the <laughs> song the big hit, which was like honestly, um, their biggest hit as a band like we all go yeah right like we're like yeah perseverance but no there was this band called looking down the a song called looking down the barrel of today
1: oh I, I actually this is another one that i learned to love after thinking it was ass
2: right and it starts off and it's just like him doing like a and i'm singing by myself and then it kicks in so does this song the song does the same exact thing
1: yeah so bob th- and this also is- the song is
2: called Wait. Of the false self. Like, are we just doing fucking word salad here nowadays? Yeah, yeah listen. So so, so Yo, you remember like in every dorm room there were those um those magnets you
3: could put on the refrigerator that were just <laughs> words. <laughs> yes. You can make your
2: own song lyrics. Holy yes. shit. That's what this is.
3: We should make those so, hate breed hate breed word salad magnets. Right, and you get like, it for free you get free. And then, like, heart, soul, strong, strong. yeah, strength, perseverance, hard, dark, whatever. Yeah, Bob, yes, CPD oil. You
1: know how on that touche record, there's a few moments where Jeremy is largely unaccompanied. Maybe there's a a, like a a subtle behind him, maybe there's some drums, but you're left behind his
3: vocal track. Yeah, yeah, and
1: you're left, and those can be the really like difficult moments on any record because. It, you have to really, you are naked and you have, yeah. and Jeremy is an actual lyricist. So
2: and Jeremy's a nudist.
1: <laughs> Jeremy is an actual nudist. So <laughs> he, he's an actual lyricist where, uh, you might, you might be cringing because it's too personal, but you're not cringing because it's, of low quality.
3: No, now, uh, yeah, sure.
1: Now Jamie, hey, breed, I would never tell this man that he's low quality anything. It's a different thing though. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's different. Jeremy unaccompanied Okay, matter of taste. Jamie unaccompanied Man, you're in for it. And and it, he he does that. And so your first listen, you're going to cringe. And then uh, by my listen three, I was like, fuck yeah, Jamie. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I will s- shed the illusion of my failures. <laughs> you know
3: like, I, mean? I mean, so here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of times where you go, oh, this is like a single note artist, right? But what if it's not a single note, like a, a strum of a guitar, but like, to me jamie's single note is him with a hammer smashing a giant bell like yo you're gonna hear that thing and like there's gonna be a lot of people who come to it so fuck yeah he he knows what works i don't think we're gonna see a a a heel turn to the um of dark side (laughs) no no to the dorm room positivity you know like he he's in this is that's what we're at that's it you know um, so so, props to him. Uh, everybody who hasn't checked out this band, Heatbreed, go ahead and check them out. Got a couple <laughs> singles out there. Uh, Yo, it's
2: funny enough. So uh, this is totally reminiscent of any... Well, it it's ties into this. Speaking about the, like, hey, you know, if you've never heard this band, Hatebreed, yeah. <laughs> some, um someone does, like, a New Jersey hardcore, um, like, thing on Instagram. And they post, like, old flyers and sh- I mean, old, 2002. Hmm. Um and so there was a, a a flyer posted that was um it was sworn enemy death threat most precious blood nora converge and hatebreed and one dude was com- comment that it was like I don't know any of these other bands but I love nora as a kid holy fuck <laughs> and I'm like no I mean and this is no disrespect but like you don't know who hatebreed is like, I get it. You might not know in, say, like, Sworn Enemy or MPB. Like, totally fine. Whatever. You don't know. Like, you like heavy music. And you don't eat. Like, Hatebreed doesn't even ring a bell. Tom, yeah. I'll take it one step shock further. It. I'll
1: Super take it one shock. step further. You, you follow the New Jersey whatever, whatever hardcore.
2: New Jersey hardcore <laughs> Instagram.
1: Yeah. And like you don't know and, who and is. <laughs> Like, like yeah, yo, you got to know Hatebreed by accident.
2: I mean, anyone who's into having me, like, you may think they're the trots, but you know who the fuck they are. Give me a break. Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> There's no. Now the time. No,
2: I was just like, I- am I being trolled here? Like, what the fuck I is think, happening? I think
3: a little bit. By, Maybe. By, yeah. by life. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, other new music. There is there is some ton of good stuff. Let's see. What else do we have on our list? Uh, did either of you get a chance to listen to the Spice LP? I did. I did. Okay. All right. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Th- let's let's kick it off. Tom, start us off. Spice. It was cool. Like uh, you know, like I I, I uh, stuff that's outside
2: like my complete lane. I've decided I'm not going to guess what I think it sounds like. Sure, sure, sure. Because I get Patrick's boy. What's your what's uh, dude from Military Gun? Ian. Ian. Ian being like, well, why do you think everything that's fast sounds like spaz? <laughs> I was thinking about that today, and I was like, well, no, I'm not going to say it.
3: this doesn't sound Um, like spaz though right
2: this does not sound like spaz but i don't want to be like this sounds like guided by voices a third period like i have no fucking idea um but it's cool it sounds like if you like the direction that like maybe not the most recent ceremony record was going in but like when they made that transition from like into the more like angular post-punk sound yeah I think this is, I think this is really, I was shocked at how much I liked it.
3: I think it's really, really, uh, competent and cool. I think that it's, you could actually say if they decided to go less post punk and more like this weird American kind of like indie post hardcore, like I could see comparisons to. Hmm. Um, I said jawbreaker, but I didn't hear that. I don't hear jawbreaker. No, I don't um, hear that.
1: Let, let, can I say
3: the that
1: I have no idea what this band is shooting for or what type of scene they want to be affiliated with. We know better than anybody on this earth due to fucking emails, etc. that people are precious about their affiliations, you know, and like what type of music they want to be seen as. You could, If you like Turnover, you're going to like it. That's it. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no, yeah, reason no to, there's that. no, there's no oh. reason to mince words. Oh yeah. There's well, no reason. Well, to like, we can,
3: well, let's broaden uh, no, the spectrum. If you like anything that's come out on run for cover in the last five years, this, this is something you should probably check out
1: for sure. It, we don't it, need to do like, no, not us, be, but like, no. but like just music press, you don't need to do that thing where you go like there's elements of the stone roses and, but yeah, okay, fine, fine. But like, yeah. yo, it also, also, <laughs> you know what I mean? if, if you like, uh, tuneful uh like kind of post subculture alt music whether you whether that is born out of hardcore or born out of pop punk or whatever the fuck it's coming from it like (laughs) yo turnover probably the kings of that at the moment in in kind of like another sphere you've got i don't know stuff like pile etc like Mm -hmm. you know the stuff that like there's stuff that hardcore and punk sort of Uh, adopt and then there's stuff that indie adopts and but ultimately it's like at base it's all the same if you're fucking a grown-up and you have ears you just go okay well that could all fall those could all play shows together yeah and this 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 spice sounds like this it it sounds
2: like spaz to me but i mean whatever
1: (laughs) so here's my thing uh at first i was thinking um i i don't necessarily like uh how this is ross singing right yeah yes Okay, so it, 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 I don't necessarily like how Ross is is laying on this record, like how his where his vocals uh, are situated. Ball, yeah. uh, I came around on that by track two. See, uh, I think
2: it's more tuneful, don't you? Don't you think? Than the ceremony stuff.
1: Oh sure, but but I, I what I meant was uh, in the actual mix, like oh okay uh, oh, okay
3: where yeah up and down. Okay, sure. So,
1: so uh, they're not on top w- of
3: anything. They're kind of mixed in.
1: No, that, that was my beef is yeah. that I think that this is essentially pop music. So I think he should have been on top, but I, I think yeah, I would have put it, this so he, in a different but, place, but, but I, I came, I came around on that after, uh, the second song. Uh, and really, I think his lyrics elevate this. I, I, I think that, uh, there was a track that I was like, I was like, I kind of didn't need another one of these in my life. And then he hits a clever line and then everything after that is a clever line. Yep. And I was thinking, oh, back in. oh, I'm back in. This is quite good. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So uh, I think that this is uh, very much worth people's time. This single on this, which I don't recall the name of it. 26 uh, dogs. Is that no, is that right? Is Maybe. It,
3: uh, I don't uh, want to die in New York.
1: I don't think it's either. All those. my Maybe best it is. shit. I don't, there's all my, best all my best, shit's is a real, all my best shit is a really good song. Really, really good song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forget what the name of the single was. I watched the video for it. At any rate, I liked it when it came out. Didn't feel strongly about it. On the record, I think it's quite good. Really good. So um I thought that this was a nice surprise uh and uh it's of quality that I think people on every spectrum of our listenership, unless you're exclusively into spaz, uh, should check out because it it is if you're if you're younger. Uh, and have an uh, an ear for some of the run for cover stuff. Yep. Uh, this is going to make total fucking sense. If you're older and, if you're and you older like people-
3: early '90s Discord, uh, you could fuck with this um, for sure. You know, like uh, I uh, think uh, it's uh, got a lot going on.
1: Yeah, agreed.
3: So uh, yeah, largely the same. I, I to me, the last two ceremony LPs, which happen to be my favorite records they've done um, and most listenable. Uh, though they obviously are very different energy than their prior material the hits are fucking hits and then the rest of the album is pretty good this record maintains a really nice level of uh of of strength and i'm curious to see what they would do next i'd actually like to see this be a band that that is more prolific in recorded material because i think they could do some interesting shit um yeah uh, uh, was was not totally surprised because I, I do truly like those last two ceremony records a lot but but I didn't know I, I didn't assume that this would be just like that so and it wasn't so uh, kind of cool yeah I' am into it let's uh let's do one more let's let's close off with a little bit a little bit harder in this direction guys <laughs> you guys want to talk a little bit about seed of pain flesh Fuck yeah. steel victory.
1: Horde. let's do it um can i can i deliver a, a, a compliment that will read as an insult if somebody chooses to take it that way <laughs>
3: story of my life patrick right.
1: this is what it sounds like when you get together with some friends and make some music
2: what the fuck does that mean <laughs> it means that there's this every is man not... i've ever done is getting along with getting in a room with my friends now you you can
1: say that, but, but there's, there's aims to some bands. Like hate breed is not getting together. Like hate breeds energy. Isn't like, Hey, we, we get together twice a month in, in this practice studio and, and uh, just really have like bang it out, get in a fight, have a good time, et cetera. That's what this sounds like. This sounds like, I don't think that this is a great record. I think I like it quite a bit more than what I heard before. And I think there's some really good tracks on it. But what I think when I heard it, I was like, Oh, this feels really good to me because it reminds me of just getting into a practice space and writing some heavy riffs and having a good time.
2: So I liked it for that. Reminds you of fun.
1: Yeah, it does. And, 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 uh, the reason that I say that it might read as an insult is because obviously I'm like downplaying its professionalism, which is not for a second, by the way, everybody to take away from its musicianship. Which, you know, these are all capable players. But also so that I'm you not, don't
3: value friendships very much, so it's sort of sounds well. That that's right? more you like what your I bands thought. are hired guns. That like you, yeah, could, that's
2: more what I'm driving
3: at. Right, like but you couldn't five you know, other drug church members don't talk to you, so it's like all right,
2: right, that's, like you I can't think I get I down. Honestly, you, you can't hear get something down with what Jeremy was saying in his song because you don't have friends in your bands.
1: I honestly think that Drug Church has a separate group chat without me.
2: <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee you, and it's probably Yo, like some
3: other singer is that? in it. How guaranteed? Oh my god!
2: So,
1: <laughs>
3: so what listen. about the self defense chat without you in it?
1: Oh, there's probably three. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, right. That's cool. but here's the thing.
3: Those is- called, I guarantee the chat name of one of those is Dad's not home right now.
1: yeah 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 for sure when when the cat's away so uh
3: cat's away hello
1: you're right so here's what i think i think that this is really fucking good i think that but again everything that i'm going to compliment it with sounds like it could be an insult which is like Yo, know, for this local scene, this is going to be fucking massive, and everybody's going to have a good time. Now that sounds like a compliment to me, but I don't know what these dudes' ambitions are. If they want to be hate breed, then it sounds like a fucking diss. But that's not at all what I mean. What no, I mean, is I don't that, think
3: that's their goal. I think this is a hard. Okay, prevent, then, you know,
1: then this is fucking lit, and everybody's going to have a good time.
3: I uh, I like the record. I actually really liked the LP that came before this contest of champions. I think it was called. Um, but I uh, I like this one. Uh, Champions of Chaos. Sorry, Contest of Champions. I'm on some comedy.
1: I like that too. Right um,
3: shout, shout out Lennon. Uh, he'll 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 vibe with that. Um, I thought this record was good. Production left something for me to be desired. I actually like that it it's got a lot of Cleveland, but not in a true like we're an integrity ripoff band way. Um, no, maybe even more ringworm. There's parts that go more mosh heavy than that a little all-out warish oh yeah yeah there's some stop mosh that again not my bag but uh, people people love to spin kick to that um overall uh solid record and think it's probably one of the best heavier uh or harder hardcore records of this year um and and i it's sort of a question i would ask is like does this record make me curious what they'll do next and yes. And, and what you hear me say here is something I don't always say. This is a band who I'd like to see go, okay, we're going to take two and a half weeks to record this next record and really spend time to make sure everything sounds fucking great, you know, and make sure the vocals are just booming and, uh, and go from there. Because I think this is a band who has a lot of diamond parts, but they're kind of covered. And if you uh, shine it up a bit, this could be something really, really cool.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I totally agree. I, it's. I was trying, like, I was listening to it through like Pat's lens of like metalcore versus moshcore versus whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure out where it kind of f- fell, and I, I still am not hundred percent sure. But it's like you know, I think, like you said, it's like. It's got like that overall like Clevo sound, but it doesn't sound like Integrity.
3: Yeah, like like maybe like, kind of dirt metal a yeah, little like, bit. Like if if Buried Alive and All Out War did a project band in Cleveland, right? You know, sure, it, okay. Like that. They were in the
2: Euclid Tavern at you know <laughs> at the whatever the, that other big venue. Yeah, in they were Cleveland.
3: going. They were going to stay overnight in Parma, but they they had to put some riffs together.
2: Right, right, and then they broke down in Youngstown. I get it. Um, <laughs> but no i think yeah, you know, no, i think this is quite this is really really cool and i think um their next record will be even better yeah um and is it a band but I, I, I think had, the energy yeah. would
3: have been huge sorry this is a band whose energy would have been big this year like if this band had been touring and playing out not even on some like hey we're gonna be fucking six month road warriors <laughs> but i think if this band did a u.s tour this summer uh they would be on the move up you know what i mean i think this is a band people would have been looking at really seriously
2: yeah, this band would be like the band that like steals FYA like never ending games stolen. You know what I mean or whatever like how that kind of shit pops off.
3: Yeah. So. yeah. Um shout out to other new music uh, uh low shade single that came out really cool if you like dirty Philly basement Misfits Ink and Dagger but Grimy. Uh it's really good. Two songs of that. The Drowse LP is out. I really like that. I'm trying to think what else.
2: Uh, there's a Pat, Have you listened out. to
3: World of Pleasure?
2: Say it again. Have you listened to World of Pleasure? I have not. I think you'd be into it. All right. I will send you the link. Please. Please. Um Scream Mosh. I like it. Uh, I call Scream in the Mosh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't really always like the Cookie Monster in the mosh. I kind of like uh, I'm, I'm screaming because I'm angry over the mosh. Yep. I'm you know with, what I
3: mean? I'm with it. Um, uh, a shout out to um, Eddie Van Halen. R.I.P.
2: R.I.P., man. What a fucking shame.